0: 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1.
1: What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lady Miz. And you are tuned in to From the Ground Up Productions. And today we are educating y'all. We have Elliot Washington Jr. in the building. And he's going to be talking to y'all about non-doc loans and fixing your credit and business credit. So stay tuned and keep it locked. What's good, people? It's your girl, Lady Miz, and my co-host,
2: Double R, Regular Ray.
1: You already know what it is. You tune into From the Ground Up Productions, and there is only one way to go from here, y'all. Check this out. First of all, I want to say happy Monday um, to everybody out there, or whatever day it is, because I got to be honest, sometimes I don't know what day it is anymore. This whole pandemic threw me totally off track, but... um. Today is a super special day because we have Elliot Washington Jr. on the show, and we are going to be educating you on credit, business credit, loans, and no doc loans. So listen, y'all really want to pay close attention to the information that this brother is about to drop on y'all today. You do not want to miss this, so call your mommy, call your daddy, your aunties, your uncles, your friends, and everybody, and gather around because this is some stuff that will change your life forever. So let's go ahead and bring on Elliot Washington, Jr. All right, ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome Elliot Washington jr. to the show So how are you doing today brother?
0: I'm doing all right I'm doing a whole lot better now that I'm talking to my sisters and my other brothers and stuff like that I'm feeling awesome absolutely That's what's up. absolutely
1: well listen we want to welcome you to the show. And I just want to say big shout out to Clubhouse, right? Because this is how we ended up meeting each other, you know? So I like the fact that that platform is bringing people together, you know? And I'm also excited to have you on the show because you're going to be basically providing opportunities to those who do not have, I, I, I shouldn't say do not have, or may not have other opportunities or dealing with the bank and such. So you're going to be giving a lot of great information. So I'm very excited to have you on the show because I am so sure there's going to be a lot of people out there that are going to need your services.
0: Yes, yes. Um, I'm happy to provide. And like I said, that Clubhouse platform, Um, just, you know, how we met, And just being able to give out knowledge there is just an awesome platform for people to just kind of help, not sell, but just help and educate and just uh, let the people just kind of decide how they want to flow. But, you know, it's all about resources.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So, listen. We know that you, you know, the main thing is, from what I know, is that you specialize in um, no doc loans. But before we get into that, can you give a little bit of history on who you are and how you got started?
0: Okay. Well, my history goes back. I'm from the Carolinas. I'm from uh, Buford, South Carolina. Um, I graduated in '89 from high school in Buford. I joined the Navy in '89. Uh, was in the desert shield desert storm on the USS Saratoga. I did about 10 years in the Navy before I was medically retired. So I'm a disabled Navy veteran. And then I moved to Greenville, you South Carolina.
2: Thank you for your service.
0: Oh, you That's welcome. your
1: brother right here. He's a he's a veteran too from the Navy. <laughs> I,
0: I, I saw that. I saw that. I, I I knew we were gonna have to talk off, off the camera. I knew we were gonna talk he's my fellow brother, my fellow shipmate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I knew that was going to happen. Right. I was going to save that. But anyway, so, yeah. So I, I did my whole time, brother, in Jacksonville, Florida. So I did uh, N.A.S. Cecil Field and Mayport NAS Jacks. Jax. You know, I did all my time there. I was getting ready to um, transfer again. I was going to stay in but It kind of became my second home. Really, really fell in love with the state of Florida. Um, but that wasn't to be. So I was medically retired. So I relocated to Greenville, South Carolina, where I'm at right now uh, because I wanted to keep my military and my government time going. So I moved here to join with the post office. So I wouldn't have any competition in Florida with my disability and my retirement status so I can get right on. So I got right on. I sacrificed some benefits getting out of the state, but, you know, I got me a good job. And so I retired from there 20 years in. So uh, prior to retiring, you know, my wife, had kind of started up um, doing credit um, because she had took a loss in her life um, with a, you know, a death. And of course that corporate America job was kind of like, you know, after that three days bereavement, I need you back on the spot. And um, sometimes that's not necessarily how it goes, especially when it's a close, deep loved one, you know, you're going through. Right. So from that point, you know, uh, income and, you know, caring about making timely payments and stuff. This kind of went to the wayside, and so our credit took a hit. So by the time she came back and um, realized that she needed to kind of get her credit the way it needs to be, she started doing a lot of research, Um, and she made things happen. So once she got her credit back into the 700, and then started increasing it, she realized that there's a lot of people that are suffering from this credit situation because they don't know how to talk to the bureaus, they don't know all the red tape of, what credit repair is all about, what it takes, the secret sauce to it and the science to it. So she started helping family and friends and it kind of just spilled out from there. And then she came to me and was like, hey, you know, I want to open up my own place. So like any good husband, like you yourself, sir, you support your wife, you know, you, you, you know, you help push them out there. You know, that's what us good guys do. You know, we don't stand in the way with jealousies and insecurities and, you know, try to keep it like, oh, you know, I don't want my wife, because so she's a pretty woman in front of other people's faces. She's handling business and she's right, drinking right. stuff right. in for the family. You know what I'm saying? All right. Gotta but give a you for that
1: give you for that one.
0: <laughs> but, but a lot of those guys who got the insecurities, or we're not doing the right thing, then we try to put a noose around their neck because. You ain't doing the right thing. So you just gonna assume your wife ain't gonna do the right thing because you in the street's not doing the right thing, you right. know. So that gets in the way of what a household can do, uh, gets in the way what a man is supposed to do and everything. So gentlemen like us, you know, we don't mind our woman out there being the face of stuff. We're gonna support them from the background, but at the same time, they know that you know, as head of the household, you know, everything kind of goes through us as far as covering. That's what the Bible said. We gotta cover ours, you know what I'm saying? Right. We have to protect ours. That's what we were put here for. And so that's why I did that for my wife. So pretty credit started. Um, and then she and it just took off because you know, we put God as our CEO, and then we were just holding titles here on earth, but he was our CEO, and nice. so we went with that. We started getting clients, we started helping them get into houses, and you know, I kind of was still like maybe around in my 17th year at the post office. So I would, you know, come on and help when I got off work on the weekends, you know, did what I needed to do as kind of like chief operation officer. And so everything grew to the point by the time I hit 20 years, which was time that I could actually retire from the post office, um, I was like, okay, it's time to get out here now. Because I felt like with everything that we did in the last three or four years while I was kind of working for corporate America and how fast we were growing i felt like man what if i just dedicated 100 of my time to just being in, in, in business with my wife and just going for it you know so you know i took the safety net under and say okay you know because with the post office i really need to kind of go all the way to 57 you know saying uh before i got a retirement to pull in even though i was eligible for retirement so i just took an early retirement from the post office but i did retire so i was 48 and mm-hmm. i had you know.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Did you when you, when you saying you took an early retirement? Was that to start your business? When it comes to the loans,
0: yeah, no, but well, that was start to getting into the business with my wife with Credit Fair. The credit. See, oh, where okay. I'm at right. right, yeah, where I'm at right now, me and my wife, we own several businesses now because of that leap. Because I just say, you know what, I'm getting out of corporate America. We going full business right. and networking, grinding opened up so many other opportunities that now, five years later, you know, we own three or four businesses, uh, we co-owners of a lot of other LLCs, different things like that. So, I mean, it took that leap of faith to say, you know what, I have a good life. You know, I got good money coming in from the Navy and I'm making good money at the post office, but still, I still got a ceiling, you know, I still got a ceiling can't go up so high from this point. But man, when I took off and you it broke was that, don't get me you.
1: <laughs> huh? I said, you broke that ceiling, broke through that ceiling. Yeah, I right? broke the ceiling. Absolutely. And that's what i going to do.
0: Break the <laughs> ceiling. Everybody's scared and want to have the tightrope. So with the with, with the job, you have uh-huh. uh, a, a nice safety net. Okay. Absolutely. So when you leave, the safety net goes away. But what replaces it is that you have no ceiling now. Mm. You know, for now, okay. you can go as high as you want, as hard as you want to work, as, as many people as you can meet. Because think about it. And this is what was happening to me, real story. While I was in that mail truck, working pretty credit and trying to help my wife, man, mm-hmm. I had to obligate eight, ten hours a day slinging that mail. And, you know, you know how many opportunities, how many people I can't talk to, how many meets I, I can't go to? because I'm committed to that. So when I let that go and all day is just to talk to other people, other entrepreneurs, um, go to other meetings, um, make things happen. That stuff after a certain amount of time start adding up. You know what I'm saying? You start getting a lot of contacts and a lot of networking going, a lot of business deals going down, a lot of collaborations going down. Stuff that you can never do if you're on somebody's nine to five. Absolutely. some people don't understand they don't understand that. Why? Why should I leave this? This is cushion. Yeah, you got a safety net there, but you got that ceiling. You can't go no higher no matter how long you work. You might get a few dimes and nickels or dollar increases, but inflation eat all that up. Your kids eat all that up. Life eat it all up. Absolutely. So really, you ain't got nowhere when they give you a few little this. But when you get out there and you can make transactions that can lead you into another six figures, mm-hmm. You know what
1: I'm saying? Yeah, you yeah. know, you
0: know um, I, I like that the,
1: the theory of that because at the end of the day, it's nothing wrong with working. People do what we gotta do to pay the bills, etc. Right. And everybody can't be an entrepreneur, but the great part right. about that is that opportunity is there if people take it and if they really want it. And I do uh, I, I believe what you're saying because, um, at the end of the day, when when you think about being a business owner right? It's you doing what you want to do for yourself versus working for someone else and working for someone else. It can limit you. And that is really not a safety. I mean, it's somewhat of a safety net on a week to week and paycheck to paycheck basis, but it's not a safety Mm -hmm. net because they can easily tell you you're fired. And now you got to figure out how you're going to eat and pay your bills. So when you take control of your life, and you take control of your time and put yourself in a position to be in control of everything, that's where you know that entrepreneurship comes in. So I commend you for that.
0: Yeah, that and part also- right there, a lot of people don't want to focus on that part. Uh, so I, and I'm definitely, I didn't mean to cut you off, but they don't want to focus on that part. They want to think about the safety net, but you're right. There's not a safety net sometimes because at any time that paint slip and come.
2: Yes. Yeah. In corporate America, they, they rely on people Saying, you know what, I don't want to leave this because I don't want to take that chance and not have the safety net. So, you know, it's like their business is to keep you from going anywhere further than you want to go.
0: And that business is keeping them going exactly where they want to go. Yep. (laughs) because it
1: takes the people to run the business. It takes the people to run the business, right? Yeah. So okay, I ain't knocking, I'm not going to knock it. I got a business. I won't want more people to run it too, right? <laughs>
2: <laughs> listen,
0: so, listen, everybody can't be a boss. Right, that's everybody true. can't be a that's boss. True. You're right about that. But you know what? If it's your calling and you, know, you talk to God about it and that's what you want, there's nothing stopping you from being that boss, Absolutely. but yourself.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, okay. So, so your wife, um, you went through working corporate America or the, they call it the corporate plantation, right? And then, uh, yeah. and then, uh, you, you know, you supported your wife in doing, uh, fixing, helping people get their credit together. And you supported yep. her doing that. And y'all started your business doing that. And then that is that when you decided to get into doing the no doc loans.
0: No, what happened after that, then once we started working on personal credit, then we started working on business credit. Oh, okay. okay. So then we started working on business credit, helping entrepreneurs be able to set their businesses up or if they already had an established business, create business credit so they don't have to keep digging out of their pocket and fund their business and also be able to get other lines of credit to keep their business moving so the expense of their business don't come out of their pocket and also to give them a cushion that when we go through stuff like this corona stuff, You know, when things shut down, you know, you still have lines of credit or you still have, you know, um, installment payments that where you can still keep stuff going to where you can make the money and basically, basically use OPM money to keep your business going, other people's money. So when you don't have the business credit set up, it's your money. It ain't no other people's money. And when your money runs out, that's it. So if you establish business credit and you get the lines right. And you build them up with business credit and you know, i can get in a whole another section because i i oversee the business credit division my wife oversees okay. everything with personal credit and okay. the fico score I, you know i deal with everything business credit but i do lectures i do consultations on that very powerful I, I show people why you need business credit the importance of business credit the power of business credit and then once i get done with that they sign up for business credit but the bottom line is because it's all about knowledge and if you don't know Everything that I just told you about, you don't even know the value. And I have to admit, people that look like us, most of us don't even know it exists. Right.
1: Okay. Right. So that's just a, that's,
0: that's just facts. Um, so me and my wife, we have programs. Everything that we do, we do it more on the affordable side because we try to do volume, but we really want to be able to give back to people. And that's why we're a referral-based business. You know, we really don't market too much or advertise too much, people just talk about us and people just send us our way. And, you know, we kind of result driven. So, you know, even when we join uh, things like chambers of commerce and stuff, like they always act, well, how do you get your leads? Because, you know, we, we, we regenerate leads by being part of us. I said, well, we don't market. I say, we don't call nobody. I say, we're a referral-based business. And they were just shocked that for a company that just kind of started back then five years ago, how we wasn't calling nobody. How everybody was calling us. It's just that when you deal with results, and you can put people in houses, or get people cars, or establish their businesses, they talk about you. Nice.
2: Now, wow. Everybody now you talk said, about you, you now you were saying oh, that you know you uh you help people with not only personal credit but business credit. So you help them understand that those two things are separate.
0: Yes, I understand they're separate and they build separately and the different advantages. There's people that has business credit that has no personal credit, just kind of the wet shot. It's easier to build the business credit, maintain it, and the lines are longer, and you get more benefit because it's business, so you got more access to the regulations of tax law to write more stuff off than personal. So a lot of business owners just go and max that out, and they do everything from their business, all their credit cards, all their lines of credit, all their purchases everything they put into the LLC and they strong them, and they don't even develop the personal credit. You know, it's good to have both because that maximizes you out to give you double the borrowing power. But some people in business have shied away from it because the main reason it is a lot harder to maintain personal credit. There's like five factors that go into maintaining personal credit and there's only one that goes into business credit. So you can see already one step now, when I go through my presentation, I go through half the presentation just talking about the benefits of having business credit over having personal credit. But then when I get to the five factors of utilization, um, late payments, uh, credit mix, uh, you know, um, um, the balances, all the different things that takes off a chunk of why your credit score is up and down the way it is, and how with all five of those factors, it's a juggling act to juggle five balls, but when you're dealing with business credit, the only factor is, is paying on time, and your payback score doesn't go down. Your payback still stays the way it is. It you know you don't have no utilization rates in business credit, so that means uh, you know thirty percent of your personal credit is utilization. So that means if you're over three percent, you already taking a thing.
1: How does someone us uh, establish from the beginning? business credit versus like, you know, per, most people know personal credit. Yeah. Not not everybody though yeah, yeah. so I shouldn't say that. Right. But let's 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 talk about the business credit. How does one person get started on building their business credit? What is the first okay. step?
0: The first step is, and, and this is where a lot of people mess up, most people with business credit or try to be business credit or get business credit, they go all the way to the last leg of it, which is sitting and plopping down inside of a bank, trying to ask for some money. That's the last step. You know, you haven't done anything to establish it. You figured you're going to go to the bank and borrow some money or get a line of credit. And you have done anything that when they look at your corporation or your LLC to see that you want that. And so what nine times out of 10, what happens is they say, well, if you let us use your personal credit and it's a 700, 800, "Eh, we maybe can do some things and make some things happen. Okay. But usually if you establish a real business credit, you want them to judge your business and give you money and stuff like that. But the banks don't want to be the experiment. So what the first thing you have to do, what most people don't do, is you have to establish your business and make it an incredible business, not a shell corp. Shell corp is you opening up your doors and you've got a business, you might even have a service, might even be making money but nobody in corporate America or no financial institutions is going to look at your business and say, it's a real business because you did none of the steps to take to make it a real business. What is that? Well, you know, I might miss one or two things, but mainly you got to set up your LLC. You have to get your EI in. You have to get your address. If it's not a physical one, you know, we help you get it through Regis or other state agencies that are legitimate addresses because you have to have one. You can't use your personal home, you can't use a PO box, you have to have a real address. If you don't have a physical one, we show you ways to get one from certain registered agents or certain companies that can give you an address that you can tie to your business. Right. You got to have the proper phones, you got to have the proper website, you got to be registered on 411, you got to have your bank account, business bank account, you got to have, um, you know, all of your articles and incorporation. So once you have all of those things right there set up, properly uh, connected to DUNS and Brassic, with your EIN number, your DUNS number, um, once you get your credit reports for your three credit bureaus. Once you have all that in place, now you're a credible business, and then now you go and set up your online vendor accounts. Once you set those up, then you set up your store accounts. Then when you set up those, and now you get credit cards from banks. Now you can plop yourself down in front of a bank with fifty to one hundred thousand dollars of business credit, all tied to your EIN and does number, not your Social Security number, and say, "Hey, let me borrow some money." Because not, now, I'm not, I'm now a question. I'm sorry, not to cut you off. I got a quick
1: question. Have you heard of um other business owners lending new business owners money, and that's how they start to establish their credit as well?
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, they they might be considered hard money lenders. Um, you know, they use their own personal finances to invest, or so they might shark tank them, stuff like that. You know, I'm saying invest into them like that. Um, yeah, that's the, that the Dun's
1: number. I heard uh, before, and I don't know if um I don't know if I heard you say this, or I, I might have heard someone say something about the Dun's number is used to uh, get loans or get get loans from other business owners, and
0: you. No, no, no. You don't have to have a DUNS number to get that. DUNS number is like your FICO credit score number for your personal side. It's almost the equivalent of that. The DUNS number is issued by DUNS and Bradstreet. DUNS and Bradstreet is like the biggest credit, business credit bureau They started all this stuff with business credit. So then Equifax credit and Experian credit, business Equifax business and, and Experian Business, they started their own bureaus for business credit. Now they are, there's TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian for personal FICO. Uh, TransUnion didn't get into the business credit realm but Equifax and Experian did. So those are the three bureaus, Equifax, Experian, and Duns and & Bradstreet. But Duns & Bradstreet is the granddaddy of it. They was in it by themselves for a decade. Then the other two came in. So now those are your three business credit bureaus that tracks what they call a paydex score the paydex score only goes up to 100 that's another advantage unlike when you're personal you got to go over to an 800 850 whatever like that oh okay and the paydex is just 100 once you maintain that 100 like you got an 800 personal credit it's the equivalent of having an 800 credit score with just a 100 paydex score so if you got a paydex score over 80 which is most people get there like really, really fast. Even when they establish just their online vendor account, that's like the equivalent of having a 700 personal credit score. You know, and the only thing that you can take that number down is making a late payment. Otherwise than that, it doesn't change, you know, unlike oh, the really? personal side. Yeah, unlike the personal side, you got, like I said, you got late payments, you got utilization, you got credit mix, you got credit history. You got all these different things, five factors that takes that score out. So unless you juggling all five of these right, which life sometimes hits you, when you can't juggle them all right.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But with business credit, you know, you're only juggling one ball. So what are you doing? you just throwing it up and down. Up and down. I got this. I got this. You know, that's how that works. But yeah, it's way easier once you understand how business credit works. And that's why a lot of people go that route. Yeah. I
2: was just about to ask you that. I was like, you know, when you, cause you make it sound like business credit is like super easy to maintain or just once you get it established, it's really hard to mess it up.
0: Right. Right. That's, that's, that's it. That you, you just summed it up. That's why it's so important. You do have to establish. So that's why the business credit program is so strong because if you was in there dabbing around doing all this stuff, but you can pull it off from online. You can, Listen, even with credit repair, me and my wife and our company, we never say that, listen, you can't do this yourself. It's just that most people don't want to do it themselves. It's right. just that most people don't want to maintain it themselves. But we never say that you can't get an 800 credit score or fix your credit on your own because you can. They, I mean, well, we can about all the time. Some people
1: just, some people need guidance and they need help and they might not, you know, even if it's possible to do it yourself, a lot of things is on the internet, YouTube, right? But most people know that if you have someone who's experienced and know what they're doing, then they feel that, you know, they can't go wrong or make any mistakes. So it's also about avoiding mistakes. That's why it's also so good to use somebody's services such as yourself, because you could just take them straight to it and it it makes it worry free. right? I was just
2: about to say that it's the ease of mind and knowing, you know what, somebody else is handling
0: it and I can't mess it up, you know? Right. That, you're exactly right. That's exactly the case. So our business credit program, like I said, what I was saying earlier, you can do it, but it might take you two, three years to navigate through getting the way you just sit yourself down in front of a banker and stop borrowing money on that level. But with our program, you know, it could be six to just 12 months and you're through it. You see what I'm saying? Because we do hold your hand. We do have advisors that talk to you every day. You can't call us every day between nine to five. You know what I'm saying? There's no time limit once you get in our program. And we stay with you throughout the program, no matter what pace you are. Now, we're going to push you to try to get through in six to 12 months. But, you know, our humans are. We get distracted. They don't answer the call when we call them. They don't hit the deadline we give them.
1: No, that <laughs> that you, know, you, you know how people are. But I, I want to make this clear because I know for, for people when they see this, um someone if someone has bad credit, personal credit but they hope they start a business and they come to you and they want to work on their business credit, the personal credit, even if it's bad and they owe a lot of money, will that or will it not affect the person doing uh, and working on their business credit?
0: No, it won't affect them. They can do it completely separate and we build that up to the point where the business credit, I mean, the personal credit, long as they can kind of get that to a decent level. let like say for example, and the sixes somewhere, which is you know, is average. You know, uh, that's all they would need because sometimes even with the business credit, they will still look at your first credit because it's all about knowing that you're a good paymaster. But right. they won't pull you through it now if you don't have no business credit. Then you got to have a seven eight hundred credit score, and they will want you to guarantee based on that because that's the only thing you show in the bank that you're good at maintaining that 700, 800 credit score.
1: Right, you
0: know. But if you got the business credit, $50,000 to $100,000 assigned to your EIN and DUNS number, that's telling them you know how to borrow and pay back because while you're getting the business credit, there's going to be things in the program when you establish the credit with the online vendors and stores and the other credit cards. You know, you are going to still have to purchase little $50, $60 things here and there and pay it back. So you still got to show that history. And then that's how you get your credit lines going up because you're borrowing and paying back. What most people don't understand is that They think that by borrowing money and sometimes that comes from the personal side and that, you know, you don't want to be out there and owing all of these people money. And you're right. If you're personal and you're doing that, you don't want to owe all these credit card companies. But if you're doing business and you don't have a utilization rate, then you want to max out your stuff. And then by maxing out your stuff, that turns into the bank giving you more money. Because if you're not maxed out, Why would they give you money to keep your business open? They want you to stay open. You're literally going to, I I teach you how to literally let the banks fund your business by getting these credit lines and you unhooking things that you was paying out of your pocket to the lines of credit you get with the banks. And so every 12 months, you can get an increase. That's one thing that's very strong in the business world. It's like you make the payments for 12 months. Either they are gonna call you and give you more money or you can automatically call them and say i need to increase because my business is expanding or hey you know i paid you good every month i need X, xyz to keep everything going the banker is going to be like well yeah you did pay me on time because i'm gonna teach you how you use their money to pay them back too how you set aside some of that pay them back with their own money give you a great history with them so it's time to ask for more money so that's how you take a $25,000 line, I don't care if it's a $10,000 line over the next five years and make it a six-figure line because every year you go back and you get more money. So you can't do this with personal credit. Can't do it. But with business credit, you can do that every time. And so then after a while, uh, you're going to have other business banks that's looking at your profile because you can't look at people's business credit without permission because it does in Brass Suite and EI and all that stuff. It's not locked away like it did with your social security, where you got to get permission to pull it. People, banks can look at it. Because a lot of times, and and individuals can look at it. Because a lot of times, that's how businesses are sold. A lot of times, people don't want to buy a business if it don't have that business credit already in it. It's so powerful, they don't want to establish it in that company. So if that company got good business credit, it makes it better to sell. You know what I'm saying? Because they know what they're going to do when they buy the company. They're going to keep increasing those credit lines that it already has established over and over every year. And it allows them to keep the money that the company makes, put it in their pocket or invest in other things. Because right now, a basic company invests so much of their profits back into their bills. And sometimes when you do the check and balance of that, you ain't left off with too much. And then now you're running a business and you barely making it just for passion. Why not run a business that you're passionate about and you're making the money from your passion and you're doing what you want to do with it by investing in real estate or expanding or putting the money into your family and creating generational okay. wealth. And all of your bills and all of the stuff that keeping your business running is running through those banks, I mean, those business credits that you have already established and you just keep growing it. So now when you pass your business out to your kids and grandkids, it's already fully funded. Nice. You know, they don't nice. have to take off a bunch of bills and debt. You know, all they got to do to keep those credit lines going, the business is going really good because you're going to pay them credit lines back with the amount of money you borrow. And see, that's why it doesn't make a difference how long and how much those bills are out there. You don't never have to pay these banks back. These banks are in business to lend money and collect interest. Okay. They don't care how much utilization you got. They don't care. As long as you pay it back every month, they winning. Right. Okay. Right. And you are winning because you keep maxing them out. You have no utilization rate, so they can't take you down because you uh, you got a $10,000 line and you spent $9,999, your pay that score stays the same as long as you make that 30 day payment. So wow. you can't okay. do that with personal credit. If you go over you got a $10,000 line and you go over $3,000, boom, you're trying to take a hit even though you've got a $10,000 line of credit. Mm. The, the discipline there is really hard for the American person to have a card that they can only spend 30% of it on, and then looking at the rest of that money on that card. They, you know, they're like, you tell me I can't access it? Yes, you can <laughs> access it, but your credit score will take a hit if you do. It sure is, because
1: they, they don't like you to be, what, is it 30% uh spent on your card before yeah. it... it, it
0: Before they start to look at that to income, thirty percent. Thirty percent. That's a hard thing for somebody to do, especially when most people don't even have a ten thousand dollar line. So just imagine what thirty percent is when you only got a thousand dollars. I know. You know, we're going gonna gonna to give you $5,000, but you, you can only spend about a
1: thousand of it. So that four is just there just to look good, right? <laughs> Not for you to really yeah, access it. it. And if you access it and take it out or use it, now it's going to affect you in a negative way. And then down that whole debt to okay. income or whatever ratio, they're going to be looking at you spent more. So I, I like this. I like so to me. I mean, personal credit is still good to uh, getting. You know, yeah. people want to get loans for their home, etc. But yeah. I, love, I love the fact that you offer. Um, you know, um, information and you help. Credit. Yeah, for Mm -hmm. the business, because that that is definitely something, especially now, a lot of people are in businesses. Entrepreneurship is on the rise, especially for Black people. So big shout out to all the Black businesses out there doing (laughs) their things, because that's important, you know. Um, Now, what I want to talk to you about, oh, excuse me. Since we're on this topic of loans, let's talk Mm -hmm. about no-doc loans. What does that mean, and how does one qualify
0: All right, no doubt loans. What it means is that I do loans that I do not take into account any type of income requirements, which is something that all loans take into account. All loans that's being underwritten by any federal government enterprise or entity, they take into account your income. That means I have to see tax returns for two, to three years. I got to see pay stuff for the last 30 days. I got to see W-2s show me what you make every year. I have to see this stuff. If I don't see this, and if this stuff ain't the income ratio, right, or if it's not enough, or if you over leverage, then whatever loan I'm thinking about doing with you is getting shot down if they don't meet them kind of guidelines. So what I do is I do a loan based on the asset. So that means you don't even have to have a job to do a loan with me as long as your asset is producing income. Mm-hmm. okay so that right. means i only deal with rental properties or income producing properties only i mean so that means if you got a rental house you got a rental commercial building or something like that that's producing some type of income or you can make money off of it then i'm your guy that's the only kind of properties that i do so my market who i deal with specifically is real estate investors and business owners i don't do any owner-occupied properties if you're gonna live in it, I can't do it. Okay.
2: So you um, so you, um, you use you use basically their rental property or their business as collateral for the no job yeah, loan. And that,
0: yeah, and that's what usually once I do the loan with you is gonna pay your note.
1: Nice, nice. Wow. Okay. So that's good. You know, because there's a lot of people out here who might have bad credit, maybe no job, but they probably have opportunities that's there that they don't know how to take advantage of and you provide that lane for them to be able to do that
0: yes i do i take a holistic approach to everything i do business credit you know you know anything i do with talking with people about businesses i consult business owners um all the time we had a good talk one time before this interview and um that's how i take it you know i don't i'm not just a lender or i'm just a loan officer or just somebody that's Trying to say yes and no. I, I I listen to what the person needs or what they're trying to do. I have a lot of resources besides funds and things like that. So when I get a good idea of what's your mission and where you're trying to go, I try to take a holistic approach and look at everything I got going or what I might know to kind of give you a, some type of a game plan of what you need to do to be able to use my services or go to somebody who I'm connected to that could help you based on your situation, I'm always trying to get you across the line with what I do. So yes, being a resource, the people that's trying to make things happen, you know, is, is something that you don't find everybody because everybody at the end of the day is looking about that transaction. Hey, if I can't make money here, or oh, I don't see myself making money with you in the next couple of days, you're wasting my time. You know, the reason why I do what I do because like I said, we made God a CEO and I'm all about kingdom building. I know that if I help build God's people in the kingdom, then I help build my kingdom. I also right. know that people come back around like the boomerang effect. If you throw something out there that's good, it's going to come back to you. So I try to pour into everybody because regardless if I can help that person or not, the knowledge that I share to them if they got a little bit of understanding of what I've shared, they might go tell somebody else who can use it, you know, because they were so happy that somebody shared it with them and like, man, you know, I just got the phone, but this guy, you know, telling me about this and that and that right there, Uh, I couldn't do this. I couldn't do that. But, you know, I know that you ended this and that right there and blah, blah, blah. And then somebody else would be like, well, tell me a little bit more about it or you you got his number. And then before you know it, I'm getting somebody calling me because they heard, the time that I poured into somebody who I couldn't do a deal with at all, a bunch of knowledge, right. that he spit out to somebody else. You know, yeah. that could use the knowledge or could execute right now because he has what it takes to move forward with me. Yeah. And then I also send out information to everybody too regardless of I could do a deal. So this is one thing that makes me different. Let's just say I get to have a conversation with you and at the end of the conversation is no dice. I still grab the email. I still send you all all the information on my no docs. I still send y'all stuff. You might can't even use it, but one day if you can, you got that resource there. Right. Or you, you it got up. it there. It. Yeah, or you got it there to pass on to somebody else. Like I said, like, hey, I know somebody who's doing this XYZ, and, and they was complaining about how no bank won't give them no the money or how they can't get access to finances. Well, you know, I got some mm-hmm. information an email from this guy right here talking about his note-out loans and all that stuff like that. Hey, let me let me forward it to you. Then all of a sudden, I get another call for somebody else. It's it's all about planting those seeds. Yes, yes. And, and, and not knowing when they're going to harvest. But God says it will be a harvest one day.
3: Amen. So you just Amen. be a farmer
0: and you just keep planting. You just keep planting. And that's what I do with everybody who I meet and every platform I get on, I, I just share. And that's why I had to get off the clubhouse for a little while, because I had so many people hit me up. I had to get off because I'm, <laughs>
1: clubhouse i Clubhouse is thing. I had to get <laughs> off,
0: man.
1: You got to go and rehab I'm my... off a clubhouse, okay? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> for real. Listen, is so clubhouse for is making me revamp my whole back end because wow. I see how potent it is. I have to have people in place just to talk to people before I can get to them. You know what I'm saying? Just wow. to kind of say, Mr. Washington's going to call you. Uh, Mr. Washington, got your information. Stuff like that. I didn't have all that in place. Because, you know, I'm kind of like me and my wife, and we got a small team. We handle everything personal. A clubhouse created where I had to start hiring some old VAs. I had to do all this stuff just yes. to be able to. Because I didn't want to jump out of a clubhouse when I got 20 people saying, hey, he didn't answer my DM. He didn't ask All my right, email. Right, yeah, right. I mean, but yeah, he's back on Clubhouse talking though. He back <laughs> on Clubhouse. I just, I just didn't he want nobody to see that, you know. So I just, <laughs> I just cut Clubhouse off until I could ask everybody. Then I got back over for a little while after I answered everybody. That's just how I do (laughs) Right, no,
1: that's smart because, you know, what it does is your reputation is also extremely important. So you're doing the right thing. You're taking care of your people and your customers and clients first. Um, Right. if a person wanted to apply, what would be the steps that they would go through to apply for a no-doc loan and how would they go about doing that?
0: Well, of course, um, if anybody hear about my no doubt loans from this uh, particular broadcast, you know, they'll have to be reaching out to you to get an application that I sent you uh, because uh, we're going to be working together. But normally, once you fill out the application and uh, Lady Miz does have my application, so anybody who needs to get to me, just reach out to her and she will email you an application because um, we're be working together. We want to make sure everybody gets taken care of. And we want to make sure everybody gets touched. You know, And I know she will touch it. So anyway, uh, so uh, we, we, we so basically once the application to get filled out, I kind of research the address. OK, so the address needs to be in a populated area of about twenty five thousand people. Or if it doesn't have twenty five thousand people, it need to be near us. Uh, twenty five miles from a city that has one hundred thousand people. So once you meet those guidelines, that's the first major rule right there. So I can go forward or backwards okay so once we meet those guidelines then you want to also make sure you got a 650 credit score and we're talking about a median 650 so as long as you know we take all your credit scores and add them up and divide them and long as that score come over 650 we're good to go okay Okay. uh so once you know that you have that then the other thing you want to know specifically what my appetite is for because see i'm that type of lender direct lender by the way i'm not a broker So I start the loan. Um, I'm on all the applications. I'm even on the HUD statement. So I know what it takes to get passed. I know what it takes to, you know, move things around and make sure you write the kind of position you right to get the money that I have. Um, So once you understand my appetite, okay, like it's basically an automatic situation for me. That's what's so good about me, why a lot of people like me. But normally when you do an appraisal, An appraisal won't get issued in any type of a loan situation until maybe three to four weeks of underwriting taking place. Once that takes place, then the lender feels comfortable in issuing you out appraisal paperwork so we can find out what that property is worth, so we can get the numbers we need, to put on the documents so we can close it out. Well, with me, because I do no dot loans and because, you know, we are an investment real estate portfolio where we do wholesale mortgages,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. once i like the property we go over rates and terms about like what you're going to pay back what the loan costs origination fees um you know uh closing costs appraisal cost and if you like that then i order appraisal immediately from that point okay Okay. so that saves a lot of time because now you're not wondering if i go through underwrite to get approved you know i've already told you i want to do that loan because you brought to me exactly what I wanted,
2: right. you know.
0: So that's a big factor to know. Again, you know, you can reach out, to Lady Miss. She has my address. I've also sent her that information. You can always forward through those requirements. But basically, in a nutshell, I do single-family residence. I do townhomes, duplexes, condos. I do mixed-use buildings. I do investors one to seven. I do strip malls. I do apartment complex. I do retail outlets. I do Airbnbs. I do mobile home parks i do um daycare facilities i do automotive facilities and i do storage facilities and i do warehouses okay, okay. all of those things i do okay so as long as you bring me those things and the populations that i require it's basically an automatic approval and you meet the 650 credit score okay um, my minimum loan is seventy five thousand for uh residential it's $100,000 for commercial. I do LTV. I don't do ARV. So if you don't know what those abbreviations, LTV is loan to value. ARV is after repair value. So I don't do after repair value like some lenders do. After repair values come in when you're trying to do like a fix or flip or you're trying to borrow some money and have money to do the rehab. I don't do those. I do LTV. So when I do that appraisal, I lend. 75 percent if it's a residential or what that appraisal price is. So to meet my minimum loan requirement of 75,000, whatever you bring to me has to at least be worth solid 100,000 for me to be able to give you 75 percent of that. Okay. Now if you bring me a piece and you it's not worth it, I do blanket loans. So that means if you bring me two pieces, um, that equates to that total value. I can do it. Now I can blanket loan refinances, and I can blanket loan purchases, can't do them together. But what that blanket loan means is that as long as I have one qualifying property that meets my population guidelines, that means I can blanket purchases across the board as long as they are within the same state and I can refinance across the board as long as they're in the same state. So if somebody brought me a million dollar portfolio, free and clear, and they want to refinance that, I can get them like up to 75. $750,000 of that money cash out of that portfolio. Mm -hmm. Now they take that money and now they bring it back to me and start buying things for 25% down if it's residential, 30% down if it's commercial. And then I finance that 30 years fixed rate. So that's one of the biggest things about me that all of my mortgages and all of my investment stuff is 30 years fixed rate. So there's no balloon. There's no ARMs, nothing like that. Just ARM is adjustable rate mortgages. None of that is I basically stabilize portfolios or investment properties for people. Um, one of the biggest things I also do is I take a lot of people out of hard money lending mm-hmm. because a lot of people don't know that I exist. So they had to go to a hard money guy, to the their money to get it done. Because again, they can't go to the bank. All right. So they get with a hard money lender and most hard money lenders, the interest rate is going to be in a double digits. Okay. It could be 15, 12%, 18%, 20%. It depends on how hard that money lender is. Okay. And if you're desperate, you're going to get it because that's the only thing stopping you from accomplishing your real estate goals. And you know that if you get this money, the project you're working on, is going to supposed to make you enough money to pay him off and still make a profit and all that stuff. But a lot of times it don't work that way. You get in that hard money lending, and all that money that you gotta pay that person back is eating into your profits. And mm-hmm. say, you know, your project is stalling out, or you got bad weather, or, or you got all kind of unforeseen factors, and now you gotta um you got the mafia after you, okay? And so That's classic, and, and, and to know and
1: your numbers and know your exit, right?
0: Exactly. So a lot of people face that. So with me, no matter what I lend you, I don't care if it's even at the five million mark because I go up to five million on commercial loans um uh, and say you came to me with the lowest credit score that i could take with a 650 i don't have any interest rates over or in the double digits so that means somebody who's at a hard money lending they can come to me i refinance them take the hard money lender out stabilize them with a way lower interest rate so that means what they pay back per month went down tremendously now they don't have to even be ducking and dodging Waiting for that balloon payment to hit or that adjustable rate mortgage to hit because they stabilized for 30 years, you know, at a fixed rate. So I take a lot of people out of that. So a lot of people really love me. Now, one of the other unique programs that I have is I have a foreign national program that for anybody that is not an American citizen, it could be an immigrant or it could be somebody overseas who have never stepped foot in the US, but. They both want to, in, to invest, buy, or refinance American property. So I have a program for them, never file income taxes, don't have a social security number. It could be legal, illegal. As long as they can have a US entity set up, I can do my no dot loans for them at 65% LPV across the board. Very popular. And with Clubhouse, that really funded that whole section. I got so many people from Clubhouse that has never been in the US yeah. care about my foreign national program. I'm dealing with guys from New Zealand right now. I'm dealing with guys That's from beautiful. Canada. I'm dealing with people all over that can do a no-dot loan in the US with American property, but they they don't have no IRS history, you know, they don't have a social security number. They haven't done it, but my program allowed them to do no-doc loans here in the US. And then you got a lot of people that. Like Florida, who's got Cubans, Haitians, Mexicans, Jamaicans, uh, you know, all kinds of immigrants melting down there in uh, Florida. A lot of them are using my programs right now because they can't even step foot in a bank because they all got no credentials to be able to get a normal loan from those banks. And so now I'm refinancing them, I'm purchasing property for them. Um, you know, I'm doing all kind of stuff for them because they uh they they fall under my foreign national program.
1: That's really good. Oh my God. You, you are solving so many problems that people yeah. have out there, which is a blessing. So my I, my my other question is what when does a person come to you? Do they come to you before they go to other banks, after they go to other banks? When is uh the right or when should a client come
0: to you? Um most. Most clients come to me, you know, in a couple of ways. One, they already know off the top, they're not going to qualify for any bank. So they don't even walk in those doors with banks. The other ones do come after they got slapped down from banks. But most of the people that come to me, again, just like with all the other companies I have, it's usually on a referral basis. They find out about me because they hear big, the big cheese that's in the rat trap is... <laughs> no dot loans. Right. See when they hear no dot loans it's like it's something they sniff out They're like who's doing that? You know right. where are they at. Yeah, I need to call them. So that's why I lead everything. That's why you know I'm I'm known as Mr. No Dot Loans. Okay? So that's that's my handle. So you know I kind of like when they hear about this guy this Mr. No Dot Loans even on Clubhouse, that's my handle under my name on my profile. Mr. No Dot Loans. In fact, uh, I'm actually gonna start a new LLC business naming Mr. No Dot Loans. And that's exclusively said on this show. Nobody even knows about that.
1: Hey, or <laughs> from the ground no, yeah, yeah, yeah. up. <laughs> that's right. Oh. <laughs> no dot loans, you heard it here first.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Mr. Well, no no Dot Loans. Mr. No Dot Loans LLC is coming huh. to uh, a city near you.
1: That's right. Listen, oh, my God. I mean, you you, you really gave a lot of great information. We appreciate you taking the time to come on the show, you know, and let us know everything that you do. And people out there, y'all already know, if you need that, come see your girl, Lady Miss, because I got the plug, baby. <laughs>
0: right. She's and in there. She got it. the plug, man. <laughs> we doing it with her. Uh, I, I love Ground Up. I love when, when I first met and researched y'all guys, I was like, my God, this is, it couldn't be a better name. It couldn't be a better hustle. It couldn't yes. be a better something to stand on. And that, that, that it never gets old from the ground up. You know That's what I'm right. saying? It, it, everything, yep. everything that y'all guys achieve is from the ground up. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It never can change. And so I love it. And then you Thank also you. give and inspire other people that think can start from the ground up and be anybody they want to be, you, you know go. what I'm saying? Don't just take it from me. Don't just take it from Lady Miz. Don't just take it, hey, look, you can be from the ground up. This is a there movement. Is. It's you a movement, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely,
1: you right, that can never get old. And, and that's when we started. I said, I'm okay with people seeing mistakes. I, I want people to see us grow. Right. Because I want them to know and feel inspired. Like, yeah, we might start here, but we going here and here. And I'm okay with taking those steps. Sometimes people want to just run, you know what I mean? And jump. Like, I'm okay with taking those steps as long as I'm moving and I have progress. That's the most important part, you know? So, listen, I don't know if there's anything else um, that you want to cover. Um... But let me know if not. I just again want to thank you so much for coming on the show, and you always welcome to come back on here anytime you want uh, to promote whatever you got going on or anything. This is your home too. Okay, I okay.
0: love it. This is this is a, <laughs> y'all guys are an extension of my business. I love yes, it. And yes. y'all guys, and y'all guys, every resource I have is part of ground up from this point on. Everything I do, appreciate business that. Business credit. So Thank credit you. repair, no doc loans. I got a couple other things that I am working on. So yeah, I will reach back out to promote those things on this platform. But everything I own is a part of ground up. You just let me know how I can help or facilitate or All educate, right. and I'll be there.
2: Thank you. We appreciate thank you so that.
0: So
1: much. Well, listen, thank you so much again for being on the show. I don't know if you do you have any final words.
0: Um yeah, just um, so you know, um, If you contact me, you know, you're going to get a holistic approach. You know, I'm going to educate you. Um, I'm going to ask you how you hear about me because I'm a referral-based business. So, you know, just mention Ground Up, mention Lady Miz, and then, you know, uh, make sure that she gets you everything you need. Um, She's kind of my point person. Uh, Like I said, I got a lot of point people across the U.S. So, you know, I grow with people. I partner with people. I don't like eating at the table by myself. Okay. So I want to make sure everybody eats when I eat. Okay. So that's how I do it. Okay. And if that's something that kind of don't turn your star right, then, you know, I'm not your guy. Okay. But otherwise, (laughs) (laughs) because I'm all about teamwork. If it's all about me, 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 you know, I'll be talking to you and I'll do what I got to do to get you off the phone, but just be honest with me. Tell me what you need. Tell me how I can help you then I'll pull out and give you stuff that you probably never thought that somebody would share with you.
1: Absolutely. And listen, and I I appreciate so much of of you allowing us to be a part of that and be a referral system with your company. I still want you to give your uh, social medias and how people can contact you. They can definitely mention from the ground up if they don't come to me, but I still want people to know how they can get in touch with you. So give your social medias and your website.
0: Okay, my website, is www.nationwidebizlending.com, nationwide biz lending. That's b-i-z lending.com. And then you can reach me on Facebook under Elliot C Washington Jr. and the same handle under Instagram.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, brother, once again, I just want to thank you so, so much for coming on the show. And um if you don't have any final words, we're going to cut it out, guys. Make sure you go check out Elliot. Go check all his social medias out. Um, go to his website if you're looking for something. Mention from the ground up that you heard it here so that he knows that. And um, support, support, support. But most importantly, support yourself. Put yourself in a position to grow. And he is giving you the opportunity to be able to do that. So without further ado, I'm going to end the show. It's your girl, Lady Meds. And my co-host.
2: (laughs) Right.
1: And you are tuned in to From the Ground Up Productions, and we are out.
2: All right.
1: (laughs) And now, on From the Ground Up Productions, let's get into Tea of the Week with your
3: girl, Boss Lady. Hey, y'all. From the Ground Up Productions, welcome to getting that Tea of the Week with Boss Lady. (laughs) You already know. Sip it if you got it. Mm. Ooh, okay. Hey, ladies. Miss. What's Hi, up? I'm here again, me? y'all. How you doing? I had so much fun with her last time. We doing this. Forget that.
1: <laughs> I so. might be added to the show as a regular. I okay, don't hell. know. But okay. we gonna talk. <laughs> I'm
3: gonna have my people call her people. Yes, please do that. Yes. <laughs> so you know, I like to start with the good news. So let's start with the good news, y'all. Stimulus checks are on their way. Money, money. (laughs) Family of four, $8,200. Okay, let's go. What? Drop the bomb on them. That's what I'm talking about. do not waste that money on hair (laughs) lashes, okay? Please don't waste it at the bar and smoking in the weed and the drugs. Do something with the money. Do something. Invest (laughs) in something, okay? Please have something to show for that. Mm. All right. So, the good thing is you're getting your stimulus, but check it out though. If you owe any money, they can take
1: it. Ain't that...
3: No, no uh, no, they ain't coming to get my money. I'm protecting I'm, I'm mine at all listen, cause, okay? they're coming for it <laughs> Before you even see it, they taking it. Mm-mm-mm. They did not put this as a standalone bill by itself, so the tax debt collectors can take your money ain't if you owe some money. That a beep? So hopefully you don't owe <laughs> any money, and you good to go. Party art. Alright? Now, let's talk about this. Uh, five, we had a five-year-old in mm-hmm. Little Arkansas. Uh, can uh, Little Little Rock, Arkansas, five-year-old boy in school had to go to the bathroom. The ba- the toilet was stopped up. He had to go, so it was the only bathroom he went. Do you know that that teacher, she was Caucasian, made that little black boy clean the feces no, and the toilet no out no, with his bare hands. No, this go get her, y'all. Go get her, y'all. Listen. You know don't get no, her. No, 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 no. Are you serious? Serious. Five years old. The boy is so traumatized. And you know he ain't lying because he can't oh, stop saying, she you made me do it her. with my bare hands. She didn't oh, even give him God. gloves or nothing. And then she said, yes, Damn, she did mad. do it. She doesn't know why. She has oh, no oh, idea. Oh, 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 I know why. Mm. I know you know why too. Yeah, I know why. Okay, do y'all know why? Y'all know why? Because we know why. Huh? Hmm? She didn't have the little white boy that went in the bathroom before him clean out the toilet. No, she made the little black boy going in there and clean that toilet with his bare hands. So he
1: cleaning out his feces and other, and kids.
3: other kids' feces with this Corona and everything going on.
1: Okay. What? It, where's the Where is his parents at? At the Did you get any um, information
3: on the parents? The parents, Tell me that they're in jail. No, it's one of them. No, nobody's in jail. Somebody should be. Okay? The teacher, the teacher so, needs to be in jail.
1: No, 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 no. She don't belong in jail. Yeah. No, no, no. no. This should be a casket for her somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. My son, you must be out. Your m- my daughter, I'm, see, I ain't know you was coming like this today. Okay, I told okay, you, I bring the tea Let me tell you Listen. right now, because <laughs> bring the tea and bring your guns too. Yeah, because like that, just, no, I'm just gonna be quiet. We Go just, gonna, okay, we're mm-hmm.
3: but yeah, not cool, not cool. So, yes, of course, off. and she admitted that she did it, but her excuse, I don't know why I made him do that. I don't know, oh, that's what she said. I don't stop. know. I didn't hear jail or anything, but I hope them parents is gonna do something out there. Something needs to
1: happen. Something. Something needs to happen. And she Don't try it out in the 845.
3: Oh Lord! Don't. Or do we that. gonna get eight four five? <laughs> okay, we gonna get eight four five. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah. I' ain't playing with y'all. We playing with y'all. No, I think this Whew. is okay. So now everybody knows that everybody. A lot of people have these ring devices. I have two devices at my house. They are wonderful. They alert you when somebody's on your property. They ringing Ooh. bells. The whole house light up. Phones, tablets, everything's going. <laughs> So these two Amazon drivers, one was a male. He said he took four packages to the door and they fell on the door handle and the door handle open, and the door opened. No. We saw the video. <laughs> you had the boxes right there, put them down and opened up them people door. Now has got caught. <laughs> you got caught. Good thing it wasn't my house because you wouldn't have been leaving the way you had tried to sneak through my door. Okay. Listen. Wait,
1: wait, wait, wait. Cause I'm trying to understand this. It talk, talk to me about he said the door handle did what? Because this shit it don't make no damn sense. It. it just opened. It just don't make no damn
3: sense. The packages <laughs> fell on the door handle. That wasn't even a door handle where you go like that to open. It was a turn one. The packages <laughs> fell on that and the door popped open. The lady said, My whole family's home. So I'm like, Who's coming in my house? There's Ring devices. What's wrong with you? Now, let me tell you something. And the other one, the second girl, mm, you know mm, that mm, when mm. you say you don't have an ant, you didn't get your Amazon package. Now they take a picture of the, of the package and okay. where they left it at your house. These Amazon drivers are getting so slipped. They're taking pictures. This girl took a picture, mm. caught on the Ring device again that they get from Amazon. Duh, dummy. And. <laughs> Picks the package up and walks away, tries to walk away with the package on video. Now, first of all, Amazon drivers get paid 18 to 25 an hour. Oh, go put your application in. Put your application. Why are y'all out here stealing people packages? What's Mm, wrong with y'all? You big dummy. It's them drugs. For real. You big dummy. You're on them drugs. I don't know what's happening. Okay. But y'all make good money to be stealing people packages that we work hard, okay? okay. Don't play with my Amazon Don't package. play with I'll my Amazon because I'm a straight pop prime what? baby. For we real? are prime people over here, okay? What? We get that shit <laughs> one
1: to two to three days. We don't play. We pay uh-uh. money
3: for that too.
1: Yes. So don't be playing with us.
3: I got the ring. Don't come to mind because I'm going to catch you. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Now, did y'all hear about this nurse in Brazil? This nurse in Brazil was doing her little twerking thing. She was yes. twerking in her living room, doing her little Instagram video. <laughs> and some creep comes up in her backyard. You can see him coming in. He's looking at her, looking at her. He came in her house, y'all. She was like, What? After it was over, she beat that man oh. right to death. <laughs> The man barely made it out the house, barely made it out the yard when she was done with him. Stop Yo, playing.
1: How desperate you gotta be to be a peep in time. And then he, like, no, nah, I got to go get me some I'm of gonna that. Get that. Okay, he like, I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Okay, oh, I can't and she take was twerking, it. y'all. I can't take it. I didn't see what I, she was really twerking I, I, that I, much,
3: but she was twerking y'all.
1: She I, I want to see it. the video, I want to know what made him say. I'm breaking the hell in there for that. You gotta see (laughs) him. He was like
3: 350 pounds. I don't even know how he made it over there that fast. Oh, my
1: Lord. I can't take it. I can't can't. take it. Well, girl, whatever you got, I don't know.
3: (laughs) Something. Listen, but she beat him up. So that means right on. Mm -hmm, So go ahead. You have to protect ourselves, females. Protect yourselves. Amen. Protect yourselves. Okay. By whatever means necessary.
1: I wonder if she took some classes. Tanwan, no, something like that. that. Some self-defense,
3: boxing, something. Listen, they got it. They got all those kind of things, ladies. Take it. I take all the classes. I done took them all. Shaka T. I take all his classes. Ooh, so did we. Okay. okay. Lock it loaded. What? Lock it loaded. <laughs> Stop playing. His hey, shakate Terrence Duncan. That's the man. He got you. You
1: already know, baby. Get that light. Now
3: let's talk about what was happening at this all-star week and this week <laughs> and in the ATL. Y'all did y'all see how this... Go- did y'all see the U-Haul?
1: Oh my lord! Oh Did y'all my see lord! Tell U-Haul? us about the. Tell us about
3: it. Listen, the girl rented a U-Haul for <laughs> All Star Weekend. She rented the little U-Haul, the ninety-five joint, and mm-hmm. they got all her friends in there, and they drove all the way to the to the All Star game. What? What? I said what? Yo, they, they rented a caravan, a little with a ninety-five moving van. Uh uh-huh. huh. Piled their friends in there, girl, and went to ATL to the All Star Weekend. I said. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Hold the hell what? up. Oh,
1: listen, the hell? Listen. Wait. I mean, I don't know if something ain't right or listen. is it really right? Because like, what's really going on here? Was it was that like boss moves? Like, bitch, I'm about that to save me moves. a quick.
3: Um, that was boss moves. Come on, you gonna spend six hundred to rent a car? old, though.
1: It's like how they sitting in the back. Nobody ain't got no seatbelts or nothing. Ain't no
3: seatbelts or nothing. They
1: did that, so they just squatters like in the back of the other. They other they band. squat. Hold it down. Take it. Hold it down. Take it. Buy some like rubber
3: mats or something so you ain't sliding everywhere. But <laughs> that was a power move. That was a boss move right there. <laughs> what? Let's go, y'all. What we gonna spend six hundred? What? Let's get to you. All. Said,
1: Hell to the no! It ain't what?
3: happening. They said you got. Put five on it. I got what? five you can put a, on a, a, it. What? You can put an air bed in there. Put some <laughs> curtains up. Yo, you could be chilling in there. That's like an RV for the weekend. Man, cheap up. for like $20. Get out I, of I don't
1: think they, if they haven't seen it, they probably don't believe us. So let's show them a little clip. Yeah, let's show of them. these chicks and how they get down.
3: Exactly. I I'm found
1: I'm They sound us. The bitches in the U. I don't need no help, <laughs> to to
3: <y'all>. to <laughs> to 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 I don't need to no to help, to to to
2: <laughs> Hey, girl, girl, girl. Yeah. Come
3: on You gotta go crazy son. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, you spilled there
3: out I'm not
1: did y'all see that shit? <laughs> Did what? you see it? Did you see that?
3: <laughs> I ain't mad at him. I ain't bad at him.
1: Straight hustlers. I'm going to tell you, they know how to get it, though. Yes. They, know, they know how to get it.
3: They save some money. <laughs> I ain't mad at them. Now let's see what else is happening to ATL. ATL was lit this weekend, honey. OK. Let me tell you something. My mama always told me, don't you ever leave home and don't know how you're going to get back.
1: Mm, OK. OK. Yes. <laughs>
3: You gotta listen to mama, is, okay? You don't leave home unless you know how you're getting home. And don't be calling me because I'm not coming to get you at three, four, Mm-mm, you better figure it Hell out. Hell to the no. Why this girl made it all the way to the All-Star game in ATL, got stuck and couldn't get back home, y'all. <laughs> I
1: can't wait. In Maybe, ATL. Should, should I be laughing? Yes. Should, should I be laughing? Yeah, no, yes. no, it ain't funny yet. How, how she I, get
3: home? What's she trying to do? She how did she get home? She started a GoFundMe account. Now, listen. <laughs> listen. I can't take it. I can't take it, y'all. This GoFundMe thing is getting out of control now. People hey. is going on vacation, getting stuck, starting to GoFundMe, and y'all getting them home. Now, listen, hey, if y'all just want to are so generous. Uh, just give it to me. Name, I'm, I'm not starting no page, no go just hit, come and hand boss lady the money since you won't give it to everybody. The girl go down there get stuck, you'll go fund her home. That don't even make no sense.
1: Yo, I mean it's crazy because I got a lot of shit I need. Yes. I just got me a go fund Because yes. that ain't bad. Sometimes I be like shit. They let me go start. What a are... What I
3: need to do. For real. Let me think. You here, just gotta think. sign on a go from me. <laughs> and people start sending your money, I guess. I mm-mm, guess that's how it works. But
1: you, I think you gotta get a good story together, right? You a nice a
3: picture. Good. Okay, um, her something. story is I was stuck and I need to get home. I can't get home. She
1: kept it all the way So you ever see the, the 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 guys on the corner that be like, I ain't gonna lie, give me money for a bag of weed. Yes. She said, Okay, look, look. I can't get <laughs> I can't get home, okay? I can't. <laughs> you know, I can't. I, but I was balling when I was out here. I turned up.
3: I turned up, <laughs> spent all my money, so I couldn't get back home. But thank y'all for getting me home. Y'all need to stop with all this me. Check these things out before y'all go giving your money away. If you go, if you got money to give away, give it somewhere good, a good charity. Give it to something. Absolutely. Give it some. Buy some stocks, some bonds. Do something with it. Stop giving it to these crazy people out here. Mm -hmm, Because they ain't going to do nothing but go do the same shit next week because they know y'all going to give it back. Gorilla Goo Girl, you know, from this whole thing, her GoFundMe, she said she don't even need any money anymore. Ain't that She she opened three businesses. She got a dance studio. What? What? She got three businesses now. She has a daycare, dance studio... And she got deal from being Gorilla Glue girl, so I'm not mad at her hustle. She no, did that absolutely. She got not. three businesses from that. Gorilla I'm trying business. to
1: figure out what the hell can mm. I do to get that type of deal. Okay, so she used Gorilla Glue. Yes.
3: What the hell can I use? Don't use crazy glue.
1: I don't know. Don't. Something got to happen here. I got to. I got to get creative like she did. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes. I got to get creative like she did because yes. I don't know. I don't think i have been
3: creative enough. Listen, they didn't and she got paid and she didn't even mean it that was an accident it was an accident you think so that was an accident mm. she did not mean to do that it was an accident
1: oh because there is something called gorilla snot for the yeah right so she may have because i had gorilla snot no she um, said she
3: ran out of that stuff oh no she ran out of the other stuff and, and so she went and got Gorilla Glue, not Gorilla Snot. It says Gorilla Glue, not Gorilla Snot. That's two different packages and everything. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. So I'm not falling for none of that. No, no, no. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but girl, get it. You got three businesses from okay. that GoFundMe okay. Gorilla thing. So go ahead. I ain't mad at you.
1: I, we need to call her up and say, what other dumb things, things you think you, you got did. in your
3: mind? Yeah.
1: And give it to me. Tell us the secret. so, so yeah. we can go do so it. So we can go find <laughs> me some stuff. mm mm
3: I needed some tea on that, y'all, because this is Absolutely. ridiculous. Well, Absolutely. you know what? It was so fun with y'all once again. Yes. Oh. Hey. Thank y'all so much for joining me and Lady Miss hey, getting y'all. that tea of the week with Boss Lady.
0: From One way to go from here.